Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most five-thumbed podcast network. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm George. I'm Zoe B. I'm Cass. And we're fine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, blue skies. Hello, lovely day. So fine, in fact, today we're going to answer some of your questions. Some uh, of our non-fine friends. Yes. So, so <laughs> Unlike us, mm. all fine. All, all totally fine. Well, yeah. Look, I, I still think I'm raising yeah. the average. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Thank yeah, you that, for being yeah, our Yeah, thanks outlier. for pulling us up, man. No worries. You know, it's, it's, the comparison makes things worse, if anything, yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know how sad I was till yeah. I hung out with someone who was happy. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you're, pro- you're right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize how sad I was until I was this. Yeah, yeah it was good. So we're getting that without the good feelings. So. Uh, so yeah, no, you fucked it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go get go get diagnosed with ADHD. Look, you, your heart, your high heart rate is making me feel slightly better about it. Let me put it that way. All right. So first question comes in. I recently found out that the guy I was seeing uh, was also sleeping with one of my closest friends. <laughs> Sounds like a bad Yuck. sitcom plot. So lockdown helped him keep it a secret from both of us, and he was feeding us the same lies. Every time I tried to ask, what are we, he was having a bad day and didn't feel up to talking about it, or he was always working late and was exhausted or whatever other bullshit he fed me. I don't know if anything he ever told me was true. The relationship was starting to fail because I didn't feel like a priority, and I chose to confide in this particular friend about it. I'm relieved to now know... And so is she. Neither of us will let this come between us, and our friendship feels like it will only get stronger. But I'd known this guy for so long. We'd been at the same sports club for about 15 years and good friends Jesus. for about 10 of those. Mm. I thought I knew him. I don't know how to move on from this and trust anyone. Uh, I'm even second-guessing my friends now. So, uh, that is what a dog. Horrible. That is Poor. such complete dog behaviour. Woof, woof to sir. Mm. He knows what it mm. means. Yeah. On the other hand, the drama. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to get through Tasty. lockdown some way. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, what a piece of shit. Um, fuck, man, fuck. Yeah, fuck yeah that dude. That is such, that is completely out of pocket and for someone you knew for so long as well. Please know that that is so not normal. Like, of course you would be second-guessing every relationship mm. in your life, but that is so weird. Like, that mm. is insane of a person to do. Hmm. Like, well, well done for you and um, the, the the friend to kind of, like, not get, let that get between you and just kind of, like, back forward that sort of friendship, as it were. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, like, a, a shared traumatic experience does bring people often closer, which is often very nice. So that's nice that you have sort of um, um, have that. But, yeah, I, I, in terms of, like, trusting again or, like, again, moving on from that, I guess that's going to sting for quite some time. So, yes, George? <laughs> Yes, yes, George. yes. Oh, yes, George. should I? So, should I preface this with yes, piece of shit, George? Well, my first thought, and I don't know. There is no context 
we're, all we're getting is what's written here. Okay. We are getting what's written here. <laughs> the fact that she phrased it as what are we? Uh-huh. And the fact that her friend didn't even know she was seeing someone suggests that this was fairly early days. I'm going to – I think I can kind of assume that from that. It could, but it also might not be. Like sometimes you get into situationships and it happens. Yeah, yeah. mate, again, they're saying that, you know, sleeping with one of my closest friends. It wasn't like we're dating. Yeah, because the first line is, oh, my God, this is like a fool. Uh He knows and he's going between them and stuff, but actually – Well, he does know and he is going between them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and yes. I think the issue is like because if you if you're like what are we and you're trying to have those conversations <laughs> with someone, if the person is then being like I am not going to answer this because I don't want to tell the truth, I don't actually want to say flag. what we are. Mm. I, it's much more convenient for me to keep this completely non-spoken about relationship where this person is thinking something else to what I'm thinking. But if I don't actually say what it is, then we never had the conversation and I technically did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By putting this off, it's really dodgy. If if you have if you're like, hey, what are we? This person is clearly trying to be like, let's have a discussion about what this is. This person is saying, I'm not going to have that discussion because I know exactly what will happen. And it happened. Mm. Yeah. I think they knew they were gonna lose both people. Yeah. yeah. I think and think relationships like that can be really detrimental. You know, I was in a situation like that for a really, really long time. You know, I, I spent years with someone where I constantly was like, Are we dating? And it would be like, well, not technically. Uh, even though we spend all of our time together, we are exclusively sleeping with one another. We spend mm. every waking moment chatting. Um, and we have said I love you to each other numerous times, but oh, oh, don't want to put a label yeah. on it. Yeah, Gross. that'd be weird. Don't put me in a box. Yeah, no, and it you. is it's really detrimental to your mental health. Coming out of that relationship like, took me ages to be like, man, am I worth something? Because people mm. like that purposely kind of keep you down so you stay with them, mm. you know. And I was quite young, like, a, a you know, very different person to who I am now, but, like, it it can be just, like, so trying to find your footing after a relationship like that where you've been, like, on unsolid ground for a really long period of time to be like, what does ground feel like? Mm. And also in the same vein, this person then ended up cheating on me, Um and I like was it cheating like, if you're not dating? <laughs> no, but as Zoe I make said, that joke? they were. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but Zoe is saying they're not putting the label of dating on it, but they have had discussions where it's like we're exclusive, mm. and these are milestones that we've crossed. Like, yeah, mm. that's why you have the discussions of what yeah. are we? What do you want from this? Even if you're like, cool, we're not going to call it A, B, or C. We're going to still put rules in place for what we're comfortable with. No, I, I actually do 100 percent agree with the uh, the notion that the need to put the Labels idea is so dumb to me. Like in terms of if you're doing the thing, it's the thing. Like as in, yeah. No, but I don't think you're exclusive. Then like that's kind of like you're in a relationship. That's it. Like, Like, but we were in a relationship, and if we would go out, Mm. he would be like, "That's what I mean." No, but he wouldn't be like, "This is my girlfriend." He'd be like, "This is who I'm hanging out with," and I'm like, "We've been hanging out for (laughs) three years, dude." Like, fuck off. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, that's fucked. It's fucked. You know, and that's what I'm saying is that like that kind of mentality is fucked. Like as Cass is saying, it's have your cake and eat it too because he was like, I don't want to commit, but I want you to commit to me. Yeah, that's Mm. crazy. Like because I don't want to be alone, and you're the best that that I'm doing right now. Mm. You know, but I want to keep my options open for when I do. I know that you're not the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, Mm. but I don't want to be alone. Mm. And you know, I, and then you're just wasting everyone's like you're wasting the mm. other person's time because if that person, you know, in this situation, like, like, mm. you know, I and I do refer to him as my partner no matter what he wanted me to call him. I was like, this is my partner and this is my boyfriend and da 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 da. 
And no matter what, you know, he, the, what it kind of rules he put in place where he's like, we're not dating and it's da 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 da. I'm like, I love you and you are my everything and you are aware of that. So mm. everything you're doing now is, is detrimental and hurtful to me because you mm. are aware of my feelings. Yeah. You know, and a not solid, a solid good person would be like, we should probably stop hanging out because you have way stronger feelings than what I have for you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's always like for, and so now when I'm dating, like if I feel that someone's got like way more feelings for me than I do for them, I like, I'm very clear about that. And I'm like, oh, maybe we should not be seeing each other because you are like moving in a direction that I don't think I'm moving in and I don't want to be unfair to you. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, it's a grown up. Yeah. You got to be a grown up about it. Like you can't, yes. you, you got to be shit sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not even shitty just to be like, mm. To, if you have a clear understanding of what you want, what the other person wants, like whatever you're calling it, mm. like it sounds like this person was really trying to be like, what are we and define that. Mm. And this person was aware mm-hmm. <laughs> that putting any sort of definition on it would ruin the fun that they were having. And they yeah. It. Mm. Well, for this person, if you're worried about moving into the future, uh, that makes sense. But it sounds like you know exactly how to go about it. You were in a relationship where... I mean, any relationship you have with anyone is a relationship. But you were in this relationship where you didn't know what was happening and you tried to ask and mm. the person wouldn't tell you. And now we've come to the other side of it and it's like, okay, well, this is why they weren't telling you. I think you know what to do in the future and that's just ask. If they, if someone starts doing this again and they're not going to give you the decency of talking about their feelings, not worth your time. Yeah. yeah 100%. Any, kind of, any kind of negative relationship you do have always teaches you what you don't want. Yeah, which is so good. Yeah, oh good. my god, ticking, crossing things off a list. Oh. Mm, delicious. Ah, so good. Yeah, just kind of think, like looking, like looking at this email again. It's like, like you know, yes, this the the, the guy, hundred percent piece of shit. But when you kind of like take away that for this a brief moment, you just like, oh, clearly he wanted just a friend with benefit situation, and that's I guess what he wanted yeah. from that, and that was it. And, and if he had very said much, that. yeah, exactly. If he just said that. <laughs> Of things could have been avoided, or at least you can kind of go into that situation being like, okay, that's cool. Then, like, I, I know what to do with that, or I don't want that at all. And then you can kind of back out, or whatever mm. it may be. The fact that it's also during, say, the times of COVID, mm. where it's um, you're sleeping Safety with one issue. person and then sleeping with another, and then not telling anyone, like, that is just furthermore piece of shit behavior. Mm. Uh, it's all heightened. Yeah, that's like, again. It's especially, <laughs> especially, uh, yeah. In, in these, I'm not quite sure what country you're from, but again, it's this kind of thing where we're trying to avoid any like contamination sites <laughs> or whatever. And it's just like, like imagine, imagine you find out that like that's how you find out the person you're seeing is is cheating mm. on you by them giving you fucking the virus, mm. and you're like, mm. fuck you, ah, what a piece of shit. Also, if I'm making guesses here, mm. but if you've gotten to the stage where you're asking what are we, that implies to me that things have happened to suggest, hang on, mm. this is a bit more than friends with benefits, which is mm. extra piece of shit behaviour. Yeah. You mean a fake Any- girlfriend of two people? Anyway, you cut it. It's a piece of shit behaviour. Yeah. Yeah, the- I think cheating is is so gross. Like It's yuck. It, yeah, like as, as someone who's been on the opposite end of that. And, like, my, my relationship pool is small, and I definitely have been one of those people that have been dating, developed feelings for someone else, broken up, and then immediately jumped into the new relationship, which some people would be like, oh, emotional cheating, but mm-hmm. to each, like, however mm-hmm. you want to describe it. To be, like, cheated on, because my, my ex cheated on me with the woman he's now engaged to. And that's a really surreal experience because you're like, oh, part of you 
is like, fuck that piece of shit. Fuck that fucking cunt. How fucking dare he? But then I'm also like, but it was true love. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe like I couldn't stand in the way of that. It does make you feel better, I think. It it, it it makes me feel so much better because I was like, I wasn't winning in that situation. But he still had the right, like he still should have told me Mm. like that, that he developed feelings for someone else and that he wanted to go in that relationship instead. Instead, like, he was just like, we're breaking up for no reason. And I was like, okay. And then six months later, they were like, yeah, you know he was cheating on you. Like, I had friends be like, yeah, you know he was cheating on you and he made, like, everyone fucking keep it on the down low. Oh, that's fucked. Wow. Yeah, and super fucked up. And, like, that's what, like, you know, with cheating, you're like, dude, you can just, like, not stick your dick in something, you know? That's true. I can do that, yes. You Mm. can just not do it. Like, I can not sleep with Mm. literally everyone in the world. Mm. You know, and be an adult about it and say, well, I am in a relationship, however you may define it. I, and that's not what this person, this person isn't like, I Mm. met someone new and they're beautiful and they're lovely. And they're like, he was like, I just want to like sleep with two people because I want to have my cake Mm. and eat it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were just like, I'm having sex with, again, it could just be (laughs) like, we don't even know if it stops at the two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This person could just be like, uh, I'm, it's. Scheduling like a, gets very complicated very quickly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a lockdown situation. I'm going to play this to my advantage. Everyone's feeling low and sad. Wow. Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking, yeah, a little fucking sociopath, you know? Fucking pieces that's of shit. That's messed up. And, if, and that's the thing. If, you, if you're in a situation where you personally would like to sleep with multiple people and not be in a relationship with any of them, uh, you can do that, but everyone has to know. Mm. Yeah. Like, everyone has to be chill with it. And then there's literally no issue and you'll all be really happy. Yes. Yeah. Communication. If not, <laughs> you're being potentially horrific to someone. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, and you're just someone. especially refusing to talk about it because oh, that means no. you know he knew. He, you mm. know. Yeah. He was like, mm. oh, this is... This is bad. I don't What know. if I just avoid the question and I just keep doing what I'm... Like a pig in filth. If yeah. we've never talked about what it is, yeah. then technically I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, scum. Um, it's a good move. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after, like, the whole thing is it's like after a month or two, I think you, you do like, yeah, it's a timing thing almost. It's unreasonable yeah. to ask too early, but at some point, yeah, mm. you've got to have a conversation. But even yeah. if someone asks early, they're like, what are we? You can be like, hey. Um, mm. This feels really early in. These are the things I'm comfortable with. Mm. Yeah. And I've if the other person's before. like, sick, or if they're like, oh, you know what? I'm developing feelings pretty fast. I'm just going to leave it here, actually. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. but see, or that, that being happens. Then they bail it, like, on you, and then you're bloody like, oh, actually, maybe I did feel something, but you bailed as soon as you were like hearing that I'm not there right now. And then it's like, fuck. What's a guy meant to do? Not this is fucked. N- not sleep with very upsetting. multiple yeah. people at the same time. No, but, but like, if you're honest, yeah, if you're honest about it, to be like, hey, I think I'm moving in that direction <laughs> towards feelings for you, but I mm. don't just don't know yet. Like, I need more time. Like, I think that's a very valid thing to yeah. say. But if that can come across, you know, then if you communicate it. Yeah, I feel like I work. have no idea, but I'm mm. having a lot of fun. I just like to keep doing what we're doing. And the other person's like, cool, mm. um, are you, are you okay if we are exclusive or if, are you okay if we see other people? Like if they're like, I want a decision on this point or if they're like, mm. cool, would you like to start going on actual dates? Or like, hey, are you cool if we just we just keep it to what it is then? Mm. You live in a world of perfect communication. Mm-hmm. And someone stressfully drops it, mm. I'm feeling lots of stuff, and you're like, I'm not sure how I feel. I'm trying to explain to you, but I don't know if I'm doing this correctly. Oh, in which case. That happens a lot. Like, you can be like, hey. This has caught me off guard. Do you mind if we talk about this later? 
Yeah, can I? Do you mind if I come back to you so I can sit and think? Brutal. Not really. (laughs) Ah. I would. I would so much rather someone took took the time. But they've got to mean about- it. They've got oh, to mean yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like they can't they- just be like, "Oh, can we talk about this later?" And then just like fucking pocket the conversation and be like, "I got out of it." <laughs> Don't be a piece of shit. Live to fight another day. Yeah. No good. <laughs> no. I've, I've had I've had situations before where people have not responded to me the next day, and then like the message I get, I'm like, "Oh my god, no, that was really thoughtful. You clearly just needed time to have a think." I really appreciate that you did that for yourself because that means that it's better for both of us. That's definitely a much, yeah, like that's definitely the much better reaction. But I'm just saying, I, <laughs> a lot of us don't think of that reaction. We're like, I better respond to this scenario right now. <laughs> and I will try. And I will fuck and it up. It might come across badly, but I don't mean it like that. Because, yeah. Yes. You almost have to have, like, George, you should almost have, like, pre written responses. Well, that's what Cass is basically supplying right now, which is very <laughs> yeah. useful. Yeah, like, yeah. have them saved in your phone to, like, whenever you have yeah, yeah. a question, you don't know how to answer, you need a bit of time like you've already Excuse got this me? written out thoughtful <laughs> message to be like yeah the three you know hey okay. i love i really do want to answer this question i just need a little bit of time to think about it i am going to get back to you do not think that i'm ignoring you um yeah just give I, me a little bit of time to think yeah i, I want to give you a real answer and yeah. right now mm. I, mm. also you can also chat to your friends and be like hey i just got a tricky question <laughs> Like, yeah, how do I answer this? What do you yeah. guys think? Because your friends know you really well and they'll be able to, like, help you take steps mm. through. Like, as I've mentioned, Zoe has done before. I'm like, oh, should I go on another date? She's always like, you don't like this person. And then I'm like, she doesn't. Oh, I mm. don't like this person. Yeah, you, just, you, you, didn't, just you didn't. You didn't. You didn't give me new information. Mm. You were just like, okay, so I know you pretty well. Um, mm. You don't like this person. You just feel bad. I'm like, you are correct. And there have been other times where you've been like, I don't think this is the case. I'm like, no, it is for me. But it, it like having mm. feedback into your own mm. feedback loop, really yeah. good. So in, in I guess in terms of, again, moving forward, because I think they're having issues, not yeah, just we- in terms of trusting a potential partner or a potential, um, yeah, a potential partner, but also having issues in terms of trusting like friends, mm. because this person started off as someone that they've known for quite some time. Um Again, there is going to be this period of of complete doubt, and there is going to be this period of like just trust issues. For what it's worth, uh-huh. um, just to add more, the the woman oh, that my yeah. ex cheated on me with was also a friend of mine. Mm. Um, oh. Just to you know, mm. and I remember calling her up, and like the only thing I said to her was like, I was like, I thought we were friends, and I just like hung up, <laughs> and I was just like, fuck <laughs> you, like fuck this whole thing, you know, because I thought that a friend would have mm. been honest with me. Mm. Like, mm. And, and I've said this to them because I've run into them, you know, it's been years now. It's been years. And I do run into them in social things. And the first time we kind of saw each other after this, I was like, I just wanted the decency of you telling me the truth. Mm. Because not only am I dealing with a breakup and, like, the, you know, all of that, like, I then had to deal with this months after the fact when I found out. If you had just told me the truth from the get-go, I would have just been dealing with this from the get-go. You wasted time. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that's But one of the things my therapist said to me, because I just remember going to therapy, like, after it happened and just, like, bawling my eyes out and being like, it's very unfair and I hate this and I hate that I'm going through this because I didn't do anything wrong, but bad things have happened to me. Um, And my therapist was like, yeah, that's life. It's unfair. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I mean, oh. I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> um, one of the things that I don't think applies in this situation, because I just think this dude is a piece of shit. Um, but one of the things that she told me to remind myself is that um, 
we're all protagonists in our own narrative. And so we very rarely see ourselves as the bad guy. Mm. And so when I like, think back on my relationship, I'm like, oh, I they they weren't doing this to like purposely hurt me. No. You know, it was something that did hurt me, but they weren't going out of their way to be like, we're going to fuck with Zoe and like just destroy her emotionally. They were making the choice that was best for them. It just was detrimental to me. And that's unfortunate, but it mm. does happen. You know, mm. and you've got to remind yourself that actually – most people aren't going out of their way to hurt you. This guy seems like a piece of shit, but he just sounds selfish. He doesn't sound yeah, yeah. yeah it, like, it sounds yeah selfish it's and brutal in a different way. Yeah, yeah. kind of young as well. But yeah. again, I'm not but, sure. Yeah. And, and the email it does sound very uh, like it happened yesterday. <laughs> it really is well. Like from reading, I know we've only got the one email to go off of, but it sounds very much like yeah, it was shitty of him to avoid all the conversations. But I think in order for him to do that mm-hmm. was so that he could be like, technically I did nothing wrong. Yeah. Mm. Which means mm. in his mind he was doing, the, like, obviously a really, really shitty thing. There's no way he mm. didn't know that, but he's still technically in the right. And which, that's how he can feel good about himself. Yeah. You know, I think you're just going <laughs> yeah. to, like, go through, like, it just, like George said, time's just going to make it not suck. Mm. Um, But you just, it's one of those things you're just going to have to throw yourself in and and trust people because I know I came out of mine really fucking sus and I think I wasted about I didn't date for about two years and Mm. was like no no one I've built up all these walls because I don't want anyone to hurt me again because I've experienced the worst pain you could ever imagine and I never want to go through it and then I was like oh but now I'm just alone so you've got to not build those walls you've just got to do it and be like (laughs) I I yeah I can get hurt you know, a thing that I like to remind myself about a relationship is a relationship ends two ways. You break up or one of you dies. Uh, 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 okay. It's I mean, true. That's... It's true. A little bleak. It's very bleak. But, but you're right. I mean, what about if someone goes missing? Then. Mm, lost at sea. Yeah. Like All an right. old-time fisherman. You break up, one of you dies, or you get <laughs> lost at sea. Are the yeah. options. You uh, know, nah, I think- so, nah, see, but that in that case, you clearly have been married to the sea, and I would classify that as cheating. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so it comes back to the same two. Yeah. Zoe is yeah. 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 yeah, You know, yeah. like, I know it's, okay. a, it is, it's a really bleak and it's a really basic way of looking at relationships, but it also, like, for me, you know, and you take this any way you want to take it, but it's like, Man, it 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 is going to end at some point, and I I am I going to not experience it because I'm scared of something? Yeah, yeah. Look fair. Okay. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. I, like, I don't think I don't think you, you go in a relationship more. being like I wonder how this is going to end. Like I don't think that's the case, you know. But I think you go in a relationship <laughs> if you're scared. I'm still hoping for that. If you're scared of going into a relationship, if you're scared of like getting hurt again, if you're scared mm. of like trusting people, if you're scared of this, like just remind yourself. Either you're going to break up or one of you dies. Those are your options. So why are you going to stop? Yeah. Also, like, you can leave them. (laughs) Like, I feel like with when you get scared to sort of get into a relationship, just remember you can dump them. Like, it's their job to impress you. As As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. 
That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Much as all the things you're stressed about, you know. Mm. Also, on the topic of trusting someone, something I've learned over the years is trust is a choice you make. And sometimes you have to make it consciously. If your brain won't let you just do it subconsciously, you have to be like, no, I am trusting this person. And sometimes it's weird or you your brain will, like, jump to, like, conclusions or, like, jump to shit to be like, oh, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this. But that's just one part of your brain working overtime. And you can make it stop by being like, no, I'm trusting this person. That's the choice I'm making. And mm. if someone betrays that trust, that's not your fault. I would yeah. also recommend seeing a psychologist because... Um, oh, it's that- been a while since you sprinkled it and go to therapy. I just, I just think it'll be really, really good and helpful, and especially with mm. someone being like so shitty, like not to say anything about the person writing in, but like there's no, there's no way that can't affect you. I mean, it is to the point of you writing in to be like, I'm having trouble doing this, and mm. like uh, someone who is a professional is going to give you tips on how to be able to do that instead of just me being like, you can just choose to trust people. Yeah. But genuinely, yeah, that has helped me quite a lot um, mm. with my yeah. stress because I've been like, hey, if I am scared of something, I can choose to trust people like my friends, and then I don't have to rely on my own sense of like, what if I'm wrong? I'm like, no, but I trust my friends and I'm making that choice and now I feel a lot better. Yeah, mm. and it, uh, mathematically, even if you're wrong sometimes, overall it's better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. to have that trust in the thing. Well, maybe don't like, you know, or, don't trust everyone. Or how about, how about this? You set up an elaborate kind of game. <gasps> oh, yeah. Some tests, kind of hunger games? Maybe that tests everyone's level of trust mm. and you just whittle them down. One by one. Okay. That's like the bachelor, but like this. real self-aware. Yeah. 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 No, we're not going okay. on a we're not going on a hot air balloon. You're gonna tell me your trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so ho- hopefully, um, yeah, good good luck. And yeah, sorry that happened to you. That is very shitty. Um mm. yeah, everyone be better. Yeah. Uh next question. Uh I've suffered from major anxiety since my teen years, but I have only just been officially diagnosed at age twenty-six and started therapy. Although temporarily. Oh, and go get some D. That's what I forgot to say for that previous person. Sorry. Oh about yeah. That. yeah. Best That's way to get over someone. Get Sorry. under someone. Get else. under some. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> just <laughs> want to throw that in. But yes. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Totally forgot that. Yeah. 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 No, it That's is very important. important. Yes. Grab some yeah. D or V. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That'll make you feel better. Ah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So uh, they just started the uh, uh, therapy, although temporarily. Um, They are coming to an end of a six-week online course with feedback from a therapist weekly, and I'm terrified to end it and be left alone all over again. I have severe moments of lowness, uh, which my partner tries to help me with, but he admits he has an experience in mental health issues, so he struggles to know what to do. I'm just scared that the therapy will end and I'll end up feeling hopeless and useless all over again. 
crying and an extremely dark sense of humour helps, but if I cry anymore, I think I might end up severely dehydrated. The therapist has mentioned medication as a fix, which I'm willing to try, but I would want it in combination with therapy, as I have major BAM issues and don't want to battle this alone. So what do I do next? Maybe this is too obvious, but make sure you are talking with your therapist about this specifically. Like, I know you'll have things to work on week by week, but this sounds like Mm. a really, really, something really important that you need to talk about with them to be like, I am going to feel unsupported. What am I going to do? Because your therapist should be setting you up, being able to function, ideally without them, you know? Mm. Mm. Like, it's good to always go back to, but you want to be able to do as much as you can by yourself. You you can still ask for help, you can still go get help, but if I really hope they're helping you with this and I hope you're being really explicit that this is really important that you get some sort of assurance of what you're going to do when you don't have them anymore from them. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what your experience with like therapists as well, but like for me, even even if it's just like a, like a brief thing, they they do want to check in sort of like even if it is x many months down the track mm. so like my my current situation it's this it's this kind of thing where we're, we're sorting out the dosage of what i'm on and then it's kind of like cool this is it then within say i think it was like a three month check-in that's when we're going to check in with you see how everything is going and then after that hopefully i'll only have to see you once every year but there's still this kind of check-in with me especially when we're dealing with medication and especially if they're like they're, they're wanting to 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 prescribe or suggest medication, um, hopefully the therapist is like, yes, this isn't going to end after after six weeks. Like, yeah, are, they they very... are in the UK. I don't know if I mentioned that, but um, oh. yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not quite across the like. Why does why is it ending in six weeks? Yeah, seems... yeah. This isn't and, the first time like... I've heard this as well. Where it's like a six week almost course thing. Mm. Like you could mm. be in six sessions. Like yeah. how we get six sessions oh, and then you go yeah. back and mm. like, can I have more sessions? And then they, they're they like, yeah, of course. Um, but you just have to go check in with your GP um, mm. every six, six sessions, six weeks, however long you take it. Because mm. I know like for me, like it's super important that you're doing, if you are going to go on medication, you should do therapy. Mm. Like that, that to me, blanket rule. Blanket rule for the first year that you're on the meds, if you're going to go on anti-anxiety, antidepressant, whatever, First year, whether it's every fortnight, every week, every month, however, you just keep checking in because you're taking a drug that is altering your brain chemistry. So it's really important to have someone there to hold your hand. At the same time, the medication doesn't – it's not a cure-all. It doesn't work the way like Zamet's ADHD meds do, (laughs) which we are all jealous about. (laughs) Look at him nodding his head. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. Yes, Fucking good. I cannot cannot stop stating how good it fucking is. Yeah. See, like for me, it was different. Like antidepressants like took forever to kick in Mm. and then it didn't actually cure anything. It just made me stand up. Like, it, it was the oddest thing is that, like, it made everything easier, but it didn't fix anything. It didn't fix the fact that I was depressed. And going and doing cognitive behavioral therapy, that's what helped. And then being on the meds made it easier for me to go to cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm. And, like, I'm I'm on the meds still. I've been on the meds for eight years now. I, I don't see myself not being on the medication. I find it extremely helpful to be able to function. But I did the work as well. Like I've been in and out of therapy for the past 10 years now and I did the work that came with, you know, CBT. 
fucking blowtorch. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. For those who don't know. Um, you know, so so even yeah, as Dammit said, if a doctor, if if a psychologist is like you should go on meds, you should definitely have a psychologist to deal with that. If this psychologist isn't like vibing, if they're kind of like trying to palm you off or whatever, like go and get a different psychologist. Go and find like it's like dating. You got to shop around and find the right one. You know, your general practitioner and. Your psychologist. I I do suggest this is the only thing that I'm I kind of like I'm like it's up to you, but I do suggest if you have a regular GP, if you don't go get one. Having a general GP that you check in for everything is going to make the whole process super easy or easier, I should say, rather than trying to talk to someone new and be like, I need another referral to a psychologist. It almost is like starting at point A again. I've had the same GP for the entire time I've had my psychologist. Every time I go see him, even if it's for a cold, he's like, how's your brain? And I'm like, I haven't killed myself yet. And then we go, ha, 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 ha. can I have my cold meds, please? Um, <laughs> you know, and he's great. Like every time I go in, no matter what it's for, he's like, and while you're here, let's check in on the fact that I know that you have a mental health plan. I'm very aware, um, even though he's not my primary physician for, or not physician, like he's not my psychologist. I don't go and talk to him about my feelings. He just wants to make sure that the meds are working, that I'm okay. Well, that's general, pretty good. Yeah, general GP, like having having a GP that is your GP is super important for this journey, at least through my opinion. I've seen other people go through it and not have a general GP, but I know that I found it easier with one. Yeah. Um. You know, and and they're going to be your first port of call whenever you're like I need a psychiatrist I need a psychologist I need someone if you're having that person that you're talking to constantly they're going to care and they're going to make the effort to make sure that you get a good psych and yeah Mm. I think now it's just finding a psychologist that works for you and it doesn't seem like you're ready to not have a psychologist yeah you're very you're very much saying you 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 have these abandonment issues and you don't want to battle this alone so you already know what you want you Mm. want a therapist, or you, you want someone there who who is definitely across this to 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 help you with this. And also, like, I'm not saying this because I'm like it's going to sound old fashioned or something like that. Because I do, I, I acknowledge like medication is needed, like for some people forever, as is always a case of that. But your goal would always be to not need it, like unless you need obviously need in certain instances. But like when you're saying medication and therapy, I'd be like that makes more sense because you kind of want to get to the point of not being on medication. Is that a Fair thing to say, or is that? Yeah, it depends. It depends. It depends on what kind of like if 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 you've got issues. I mm. think like if you if you've got a if you've got a depression that is caused by a breakup, and you're having mm. like a really tough time mm. going through it, and there's like a causal thing that yeah. isn't super major, that isn't trauma, mm. you know. But you're like, I'm depressed, and this thing, you know, that's a situation where I'm like, oh, yeah, like maybe you want to one day not be on them. You know, for mm, me, mine's yeah. hereditary. I just have bad genes and yeah, I just exactly. have a bad brain yeah. that works, you know. And I think there is this idea that, I, like, I've dealt with all the time. Whenever I whenever I say I'm going to be on the meds for the rest of my life, there is always someone, no matter who I'm talking to, that be like, but don't you, isn't the goal to get off the meds? And I'm like, no, well, not really. For me? Well, the goal's to be good. The goal's to be good and I'm yeah. good on the meds. Yeah, mm. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is in, like, the... So the goal is not to be on, like, that's what I'm saying is in like, and that's why I feel therapy is the better angle in, yeah. in the sense that I'm not, I'm not making anyone feel bad about being on meds. I'm saying they're totally needed. And especially in certain instances that we need it for so many people for so many different reasons, but the goal would be to 
if possible, not be on the meds. I think I think what George is saying, it reminds me of um, how we usually talk about the rest of the human body. We don't often include the brain when we talk about our body. We think the mm. mind's a separate thing and it's super weird. But it's like if you, if you have diabetes, you're, there's something in your body that your body doesn't make anymore. So you need medicine, then your body does it and it's fine. I have like mm. polycystic ovaries. There is something in my body that my body doesn't make anymore, probably never did. So... I am on a very specific kind of the pill and now I'm fine. You know, like it's like, hey, I'm missing that. Science has come far enough that I can replace it by doing this thing. We're good. If you are iron deficient, that might be a case where you're like, oh, I can try and reintroduce more iron into my diet. Or it might be like, oh, hang on. No, your body just doesn't absorb iron properly. Or you you might need iron infusions. And I think mm. it's things like that where it's like, oh, okay, it can become a bit like we can try – reintroducing this thing into your body in other ways or trying to stimulate your body making this thing again and see if that works. If it doesn't work, okay, medication. Mm. But mm. it's that's not everyone. And for yeah, people like, know, like with Salmon, I... his, his brain yeah. doesn't make dopamine. Well, exactly. That's yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and a little bit like, yeah, it'll be. Um, your brain doesn't make but, it. So it's like, yeah. cool, we have, the, we have the scientific know-how so that you can make it and then yeah. there's no issue anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, it's new this, issues to do with yes, the heart. Yes, 100%. And yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> but we'll, we'll address them later. Yeah, and for Zoe, like, mm. your brain doesn't do that. It's like, okay, yeah. cool. Mm. Give this so your brain does it, and then you can go on. I know people who yeah. are on medication for autoimmune disorders, and they will need mm. that medication for the rest of their life because their body doesn't make the thing anymore. But then they pair it with other mm. things, and the pairing can be like, I know people who pair it with diet, or it can, you know, you do meditation or whatever else works and you you pair things together but mm. i think saying that the aim is to not be on it anymore is not universal and like yeah for, but, for some people like, that's not an option like I, well that's I what i mean you, you put it, it you're attaching stigma to something i'm not trying to put stigma true, on true, at true, all true, like true. as in like let me, put, yeah. let me put it a different way right antidepressants are very 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 well known to have side effects and that doesn't mean you shouldn't mm. get on them if you need to but obviously the goal would be not to have to, have to deal with these side effects if you know what I mean, because I've like and, uh, and antidepressants are a good example because mm. some people go through periods where mm. they need it to get them to fix up their lives, to then no longer be in a position because for them it isn't yeah, a hereditary if, issue. I think if you're looking at depression you as, a, as a causal effect thing, then yes, mm. yeah. George is right. Like if you're going through a, a bout of depression that is caused by something, whether it's postpartum, like that's such a good example. Exactly, where it is like a sh in the grand scheme of things a short term. Thing. Mm. And so taking mm. the meds so you can get better so then you cannot be on the meds yeah. and get back to how you were. Like, that's fantastic, mm. you know. Mm. When we think about depression as a causal effect thing, getting off the meds is always getting yourself to the point where you used to be like before you had this cause that affected that made depression. Mm. If you have a disorder, that's when we're talking mm. about long-term things because your brain doesn't produce certain things whether yeah. you want to be on drugs and this is you know this just becomes a moral argument you know what is what we're having now but whether you want to be on drugs or not that's up to you mm. you know i have a lot of people who would like i just never would take them i'm gonna deal with it with all the therapy and da 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 and that's how i'm gonna deal with it and i'm gonna become the best person that i can doing it this way mm. <laughs> doesn't make sense either to me. it's like just I, do whatever to get better but the I, goal I just, is to yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and again, this whole like this like old fashioned sort of like argument of well, it's like, got a well, lot of attachments to it. That's why I get that the, well. the, the kind of thing of like oh the the goal is to get off your meds. And again, for someone like again me personally, I can relate to this all is like again very recently finding like no medication works, and it, it is kind of it's almost like 
I don't know, very stigmatizing, or it can be very, mm. to me, it almost shows that kind of thing which I've experienced in my life, which is that thing where it's like, oh, no, you're just lazy, or you're just this, or you're just that. And it's like, no, my brain just didn't work right. Yeah. And that's why. And, and, and then it's sort of invalidating the whole concept again, mm. where, where it's just like, no, no, the medication is very helpful. The med- and the medication is very this. And I don't know, to me, it just what? kind of stirs up that like disappointment you mm. get from, say, elders. Uh, <clears throat> with, yeah, beating on the bush here. Um, <laughs> and, and so it is this kind of thing where, where you're like, the goal of you know getting off medication it, it, again everything is very different and that, that, to me that kind of is that almost that older way of looking at things which comes from that everyone is perfect the way they are and you know there's this kind of what is normal and normal is drug free and no medication and doing all those kind of things mm. and as Cass was saying you're right you know you, you have something say like a, a disease or you have something where you need to take medication so it's like yeah my body can't produce insulin so I need something so yeah. everyone's like that makes sense where you're like my body doesn't produce dopamine everyone's like ah but we can't see it so no you're lazy, um, so you won't die from mm, it yeah, we unless you we don't, kill yourself in yeah. which case it's your fault we don't think of mental health as a chronic illness no, yeah and, and it falls in that kind of thing with getting like you know being in the creative industry and knowing a lot of creative people and, and that whole thing where it's that kind of stuff where you're like well meds just kind of suck off that creativity and no it doesn't goes. no it doesn't no and it, it doesn't. fucking doesn't it, I know, yes, I agree. I know, sorry, no, that's for the audience. It doesn't, it doesn't. If you have that thought process, Mm. you're wrong. Yeah, and I think Hannah Gasby and is it Nanette mm. where she she talks about that and 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 that whole like concept about you know being on meds you love make you like less funny less creative and all that kind of stuff it's like it's just full of shit it's bullshit fuck off mm. and and it is it is true and it is very very I don't know I find it very yeah can can kind of get my heckles up I know you didn't mean that at all George mm. it is that kind of thing I really tried to phrase it like that. <laughs> but, but, you I, didn't, but all you three it. of you <laughs> this goes back to the communication thing guys yeah. now you get it yeah. Yeah. Right? I get what you think it's so easy on your side you want to be functional and you want to be thriving like for such a long time when i was going through my journey because like i've been on the meds for a really Mm. long time now when i started on the meds i was surviving and that's how i looked i was like i am surviving i am not trying to kill myself because that's what my brain my brain wants to die so it's telling me to do it because it just can't shut itself down like Mm. You know, any other diseased part of your body would start to rot away, like for what? It, how? Like for such a basic fucking explanation. But like, if you have a kidney problem, like your kidney's going to shut down. Mm. Your brain is telling you to shut it down. So yeah, I for the first like year was just surviving, and I was mm. like, this is how I start my journey of getting better. And then slowly but surely, the surviving turned into thriving. Because I wasn't just getting up, you know, like when you're dealing with depression and anxiety, like everything becomes really hard. Like I've spoken about that, like I stopped showering and shit like that. Mm. Like, you know, having a days where I went and hopped in the shower, I was like, I've kicked some goals, you know, when now it just becomes part of the course. Like I'm like, I had a shower most days. I had a shower. Um, I haven't had one still today, funny. but there's still, there's still a lot of day left. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's getting you to the point where you can – do the work, you know, like getting my brain to not want to kill myself meant that I could address 
all the things that made me anxious and all the things that made me depressed and all the things that made me fucking terrified of the world, you know, and I wouldn't have been able to do that with that medication, but just the medication itself wouldn't have gotten me to the point that I am at now. Yeah. And and they've said here, like, you know, the therapist has mentioned medication as a fix. Mm. And I, I don't know if the med, maybe correct me if I'm wrong here, but it, it feels like when it comes to anxiety, there, there's not like fix. It's just kind of like you need to kind of manage things as well. And I don't know. It just needs to be like, I don't think it's like a, it's a medication and it's a, it is a, it's not a cure all mm. sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I, I think you know what you want. You know you want someone to kind of hold your hand with this, and that's yeah. completely and utterly a okay to want that. Yeah, and, and and yeah, voice that to the therapist, and or voice that to your GP, um, because if it's not this therapist, then maybe someone else can also be helping you on this kind of this journey, as yeah. it were. Because yeah, you shouldn't be doing this alone, uh, especially if you're worried about being alone. It it, it seems like a very easy fix. Mm. Uh, in, in regards to not doing this alone. If it is, yeah. Yeah. That's from what has been written, mm. hopefully. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I think overall you know what to do. You know what you want, mm. which is, again, someone to be there for you. And, and, and I think just you need to vocalise that. You need to yeah. be talking to the person that is that you are currently talking to uh, who are like, yes, you've got major anxiety. That is something you you definitely have, which, again, once you've been diagnosed with something, that can also be a very emotional time and that can mm. be a very kind of like when things sort of slot into place. Um, and so hopefully over like wherever you are in this sort of like six-week course with them, uh, hopefully they can direct you or guide you of where to go next. And if they don't go to your GP talk to other people yeah, and get, get that help you need. Because if your psychologist isn't doing the thing you want them to do, then they're the wrong psychologist for you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. If you know what you need and they're yeah. like, nah, no, that's not right. Yeah. I had I had one of the first psychologists I ever went to, you know, and I've brought this up so many times, but he was really into like meditation and mm. he was like, you need to meditate. And I was like, I really <laughs> want to address the terrible things that I'm doing to the people in my life. Hmm. And he was like, but what if we felt our toes and we're, like, really aware of what our toes felt like? And I was like, I really want to stop hurting those that I love. That really and feels yeah. like a last thing you got to deal with, yeah, just to be, yeah. like, real centred. Like, as in you've got yeah, so many bigger like, issues I'm, I'm to correct like, before I was, getting I was to that. I'm a friend and I'm like, I'm actively hurting the people <laughs> that I love and I know that I'm doing it. I'm at least self-aware yeah. that I'm doing it and I'm here to change that. Um, yeah, just, but just inhale, inhale, three. exhale, and I was like, "This is not exhale. what I'm what I'm signing up for." And then I found my new therapist like a couple of weeks later because I just like dated around a bit and found a good therapist. Mm. And then she was just like, "Oh yeah, you're doing that because of this. If we address this, you'll you'll just kind of inherently stop doing that." Because mm. they were like, "Your constant need of attention is probably a bit detrimental to those who you love." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I guess I'll start a podcast." <laughs> nice. And that's how Sandspears was formed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, uh, good luck. Let it, let us know how it goes, and yeah, we we wish you the best of luck. Mm. Uh, mm. And if if you have anything that you want to get off your chest or let four bumbling utter fuckwits uh, try and answer on the internet, mm-hmm. uh, you can of course send us an email hapitalpod at gmail dot com uh, and put in the subject line or in somewhere in the body of the text that are okay to air. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been George. I've been Zoe B. I've been Cass. And we're fine. On average, we are fine. Yeah, if we average it out. Yeah.